and you're listening to my podcast. We are going to be talking about space. We will be going over different theories of time travel and I will try to keep it as simple as I can for better understanding. Travelling to the future has already been proven to be possible and has already happened. Travelling to the future, you don't just step into a time machine like in all the movies and it transfers you to someplace else. As it wouldn't be called time travelling if you yourself were not travelling and moving. In space, time moves slower depending where you are. Of course, though, if you were to go to space with a watch, it's not going to start going crazy, ticking faster or slower. So the way that this works is you're on a spaceship and you're going to orbit the Earth a few times. You would now have aged slightly less than everyone on Earth. And it also depends on how fast you're going. I'm going to be using the term time dilation. This means the difference in two different elapsed times. For example, if I'm in a spaceship traveling at about five light years an hour and I have a watch on me, you also have a watch that's synchronized to mine. My time on the spaceship is going to be slower than your time. So when I return back to Earth, We will compare our watches and we'll see that on your watch, more time has gone by than on my watch. Famous Isaac Newton was a mathematician and he believed that space and time are two completely separate and independent things. He discovered that if an object is travelling through space, it will travel in a perfectly straight line unless distracted by a force like gravity and then its direction will change. So because of this gravity can slow down time. So time will travel in a straight line until gravity from let's say the earth pulls on it so time then becomes curved. Isaac Newton and Albert Einstein believed in separate different things And Albert Einstein thought that space and time goes together and can be warped. Now it isn't space and time, but space-time. Matter curves space and time around it. And he had a theory that if someone is falling, he feels weightless because they are actually weightless. They don't just feel it. So let's say you're on a plane and you fall off. There's no force pulling on you anymore because gravity doesn't act on you, but it acts on the space and time that's surrounding you. So the closer that you are to the center of the earth or gravity, the slower time will be, even if it's an insignificant difference. Saying that though, that doesn't mean that If you're at the top of a cliff and at the bottom of the cliff, it's not going to have a big hour difference between the two. 
it it might have a difference but if it does it's going to be a very very small tiny fraction of a second difference Albert Einstein said that time measured along different trajectories is affected by differences in either gravity or velocity each of which affects time in different ways trajectories is the path in space that anything with a mass or momentum follows so he believed that you can't think about space without considering time and vice versa as they come hand in hand so a thought i had and you might be thinking too is if time is slower when you are closer to a gravitational pull wouldn't you age slower on earth than space because in space there's zero gravity so gravity affecting time is called gravitational time dilation however what i talked about earlier time dilation has more of an effect than gravitational time dilation therefore this is how astronauts age slower now that that boring part is out of the way we can continue to talk about different ways of time travel like i've said traveling to the future has already even happened and the astronauts on the iss which is the international space station if you didn't know if they're there for a long time they would age slower than us on earth it would be a very very minuscule time difference but it's still the difference however if the astronauts were traveling closer to the speed of light it would make a very dramatic difference you can find examples of time dilation from different famous movies like interstellar on a time dilation chart the speed doesn't really affect anything until you're right up close to the speed of light so we just found that traveling to the future is possible so traveling to the past becomes so much more complicated and complex one way to travel back in time and probably the most common and most heard of method would be using a time like curve this is a path that loops and brings you back to the same place and time that you were originally in when you created the curve many times when you're creating a closed time like curve you're going to result in a black hole which can get even more confusing and complicated because it's a black hole So to create this closed time like curve you would have to use the effects of general relativity and an example of this would be gravitational time dilation which we already went over and that falls under the umbrella of general relativity So in really simple terms general relativity is basically the theory of time and space that was developed by Albert Einstein. It means that space and time are two pieces of space-time, and space-time will curve when there is gravity, matter, momentum, or energy, according to Einstein's theory. There's a guy, um he's not that well heard of, or at least I had never heard of him. His name is Kurt Gödel, and he found a solution to Einstein's working out. it explained that about a universe that has rotated 
and the rotations of that universe has looped on itself. However, he used a model, and our universe doesn't rotate the way that he described his two. But this model proved that closed timelike curves are possible when using the theory of general relativity. Closed timelike curves can be very controversial and seen in different ways. So why can't we use this method if it's as simple as general relativity, which we have found out can work? The solution to Einstein's equation from Kirk Godel is called the Godel universe. Again, this universe has the rotation to that, that ours does not have. Therefore, using general relati relativity for our universe is still not possible for a closed timelike curve here. There's one other place where a closed timelike curve can be found, though, in a rotating black hole. I'm not going to go too in-depth with how black holes are made, as it can get very confusing, but a rotating black hole can be made from a spinning star. Again, in general relativity, a rotating mass, which is something that depends on how much mass is distributed over the area, it can cause space-time to spiral a little bit, and that reaction is called frame-dragging. The closer that you are to the black hole, the more dramatic this effect will be, as there's a stronger force. In a black hole, you have a piece of light that's around the outside. That's called the event horizon. If you look at pictures of a black hole on the internet, you'll see like a light kind of beam around it, and that's what that is. And nothing can escape from the event horizon, which means that the black hole has an escape velocity that is faster than the speed of light. If you aren't sure what an escape velocity is, it's the speed of light that needs to be travelled to escape the gravity of the black hole. So, to escape the black hole's gravity, you need to travel faster than the speed of light. And objects that move in space and time cannot move at the speed of light, or at least it would be very difficult to achieve. Um, that's why you can't escape a black hole. That's why you get stuck in it, if you were to ever be in a situation where you're near a black hole. For a more simple understanding of escape velocities, the Earth's escape velocity is 11.2 kilometers a second. So that's how fast astronauts need to travel to leave the Earth. So our issue is... A closed timelike curve is possible to live inside of a black hole, but if you enter a black hole, there's no way of getting out. So, yeah, you can't really use that unless you want to live in a black hole. That was the most commonly heard of theory. The next would be a wormhole. So a wormhole also includes messy black holes, and the most, like, the easiest way I could explain this would be two entwined or tangled black holes that have been separated or pulled apart from each other. But that's hard to imagine what it would look like. 
So if you think of two points, point A and point B, and there's a tunnel connecting those together. That a more realistic way to, to see it, though, or think of it, is you have a piece of paper laying flat, and that represents space-time. You draw point A and point B on either side of your page. You then fold it over, but don't crease the paper, and you make it into a bridge, kind of. And you touch the two points, your point A and point B, together. So that's just like the tunnel connecting them. So if you have your paper laying flat, it takes so much more time to get from point A to point B. But if you fold it, they're touching. So it's like a shortcut. A wormhole is a shortcut and takes less time. Many scientists have given up on the wormhole theory and say it does not exist and it's just a concept or hypothetical, which is true. But the, the door for a wormhole, the possibility of it, is not fully shut as it has been... The concept has been made from physics and scientists' equations. So it's not going... It, there's still a possibility of it being real, a real thing. The opposite of a black hole is a white hole. Surprise! And in a black hole, you can go in, but you can't get out because of the escape velocity having to exceed the speed of light. And whereas in a white hole, you can't get in, but you can get out. Again, the white hole is just another uh, theory or concept. It's not... It hasn't been seen before and it might not even be real at all but it's still a very like it, it's a possibility still and a wormhole and a white hole people think of it as very similar but the wormhole is really what connects the black hole and the white hole together and they aren't they aren't the same at all so you can't enter a white hole, but you can enter a black hole. That's where the wormhole comes into play. You connect the white hole and the black hole with the wormhole. Some scientists say that if the wormhole were real, it would be too small for anything to fit inside, or too small to maybe even see. Other scientists say that to create a wormhole, you'll, you'd need a whole other different form of physics. So, let's say that a wormhole is real and accessible and you can fit inside it. The way to travel back in time with it is you have your point A and your point B. Point A is your white hole and point B is your black hole. You're going to travel through your black hole and exit through your white hole, which is your point A. So you take point A, the white hole, and it travels as fast as it can to get to the speed of light, and then it turns around and comes back to the coordinates that it first started at, where 
you and point B should be sitting waiting at. Point A is now younger than point B and yourself, which, well, assuming that point A traveled the speed of light. So now you can go through your point B and exit through your younger point, point A, and boom, you just travel back in time. Of course, that was all hypothetical though, and obviously it wouldn't be as simple as that if it were all real. Another theory that I thought up that I'm sure other people also have and have done the equations and everything for it is if a if a closed timeline curve is possible in a black hole you could have the black hole with the closed timeline curve and have a the wormhole and the white hole and you you could do it that way as well with the closed timeline curve inside of the black hole and then leave through the white hole assuming that sometime in the future it has all been fully discovered and it's all real because i it seems to me really confusing how you're supposed to take the white hole and make it move close to the speed of light or even push it through time i don't understand how scientists are going to try to do that one day if they figure out how to make it or how like if they discover it somewhere so if they can't i think that's what they would probably do if a close timelight curve does in fact live inside of a black hole. So in any theory that I've heard of at least is you can only go back in time till where when your creation or your whichever theory you're using was first made. So let's say I'm using a closed timeline curve. I make it today. I can only, if, if I use it, I can only go back to today. I can't go back to see dinosaurs or see a loved one that has died. You can only go back to the day that it was first created with any theory. And the main issue for traveling back in time further than when it was first created is not only no one has heard of a way to do that before but causality which means the relationship between cause and effect and a really easy way to think of this is using the grandfather paradox which I think was created by Albert Einstein. So if you travel back in time and kill your grandfather before he meets your grandmother, you wouldn't have been born to go back to kill him. But if you never killed him, you would have, he would have kids and you would be born 
and you would be able to again go back and kill him. So that creates a paradox, which is so complicated. And if you were to figure out a way to go back in time further than the original date, it no one really knows what would happen with that paradox. That's why it's mainly not possible. An example of this is in the famous movie Back to the Future, where a boy goes back in time and he changes the events in time to make it that his parents almost never marry or have kids. So he began to disappear in a picture that was taken as he wouldn't have been born if they did not meet. Another more confusing paradox that is harder to grasp is if you would be able to travel back in time, you would be able to meet your past self. That means you would never be able to meet yourself for the first time and it would become infinite. It would have to be something that has already happened and something that you can't just create or do. It would have to just be a thing that happens and repeats itself. That's one that I thought of myself and I'm sure has been thought of by many people. Um, yeah, you it would just be infinite. You wouldn't be able to do it for the first time. And if, if you ever do get a chance to go back in time and meet yourself, you can't create that event. You would already know that that's going to happen because you would have already met them or yourself. Technically, though, anyone can travel into the future or back in time. Just get on a plane and travel to a different time zone. And that's the most simple way that you can travel in time. So it's not really traveling time, though. But the... So we can't travel to the past that we know of yet. It's all hypothetical. But traveling to the future is super easy um, and a lot less complicated than all the black holes. And traveling back in time. So thank you for listening. Come back next time. <laughs>